The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We've been playing lots of ZZ Top as Dusty Hill, the bass player from ZZ Top, died yesterday. He was in his 70s, so it's not, uh, you know, crazy unexpected. But, um... So playing a lot of ZZ Top. Marshall Phillips joins us, who used to be our music guy. Before we get into even who you are, did you ever meet any of the ZZ Toppers? I did indeed. That doesn't I, surprise me. Yeah, Billy, I think I uh, met him. Uh, you know, you got the a, Reverend Billy F. Gibbons, <laughs> the lead guitar player. Yes, yes. You got to fear the beard. <laughs> yes, exactly. fear the beards. Uh, Marshall Phillips did our news for how many years? Did you do our news? It was a uh, grand total of fourteen years. Really? Yes, I know. Wow, I know. God, time goes by. As I you, thought as about you. that. You know, the other thing too, uh, because I have re- been retired now for a while, and it has certainly not been boring. But one thing I keep wondering when I wake up is, what day is it? (laughs) (laughs) Is that something that happens in retirement? My kids are that way, uh, being out of school. They have never, they have no, have no idea if it's a Monday or a Saturday. Right, exactly. You know, so I have to, I have to mentally uh, make a cue. Okay, what date? Let's look at the day. All right, we know what day it is. So you, did you retire December 19? Yeah. So, so had the news, had you done the news? About a virus in China at that point on I had, our show. Yeah, we did we did mention it and I was I think I had mentioned that I heard on the BBC I was following it because I, you know, would wake up really early in the morning and I would be you know, hearing the BBC. They were talking about, Oh, there's nineteen cases of this mysterious virus. and then the next day it was there's twenty nine cases. The next day it was there's four hundred wow. cases. So you retired and then three months later Yeah. The whole world shuts down. Yes. 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 <laughs> I had to put a damper on some of your plans for your first year of retirement. My, my first year of retirement was pretty much spent at home. I think I, w- I, think I called one time and was telling you how I was uh, building this uh, whole uh, uh, tribute to Chardonnay bottles. Uh, I, I had a pyramid. I had a Chardonnay bottle pyramid. 
Yeah. Out, in front of, out in front of my house. Well, you know? you're, you're, you were in the age group that, you know, uh, where it's pretty de- deadly for. Oh, yeah. And there was no vaccine at the time. Right. So, heck yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and the good, the good thing was I did use the time. I have moved twice in the last uh, year and a half. Oh, really? No, three. Twice. No, once, twice. Twice. Okay. I was trying to figure out because I've been bouncing around from a lot of places. But I uh, used the time to actually uh, clear out the rest of the, the stuff from my mom's home. She had passed away a few years before. So we, I got all of that out of the house and then got the got it rehabbed and everything else and then uh, put it up uh, for sale while, while all this was still going on. No vaccine, COVID restrictions, masks everywhere. And it uh, was pretty challenging, but yeah, it sure. did give me something to do. I wasn't just sitting at home going, okay, now what? You yeah, know? and, you know, luckily it's the age of the Internet and everything like that, so you can uh, be in contact with people or follow the news or whatever. Sure, sure. It's not sure. like it would have been 30 years ago or whatever. Um, so just what's your overall take of this? I mean, in terms of uh, in terms of interesting things that have happened on planet Earth, even for a guy of uh, your worldly nature, it has to stand out as a, as, a, as a pretty big one. I was not around for the Spanish flu, <laughs> so this is the first pandemic I have ever, you know, uh-huh. lived through. Think, knock on wood, lived through. Yeah, and uh, I, I gotta tell you, I, I gotta tell you, you're vaccinated at this point. I assume. Oh God, yeah. yes. Oh, five times. You know, <laughs> I went in. I, I used another name and got more. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I do have to tell you, uh, I, I know everybody wants to get back to normal, and I really appreciate that. But I, I, when all of a sudden, you know, they said, all right, take your masks off and have a good time, I'm kind of going, okay, but let's be careful. And now we've, we've got this, what do they call it, the uh, the, the Delta, Delta yeah. the Delta, you know, uh, variety. Well, I can imagine it does look differently if you're uh, a susceptible age group where, you know, oh, this, yeah. could, this could really make you sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and, f- you know, if you're under... If you're under 60, really, it's not that deadly. And if certainly if you're under 40, it's oh, right. very unlikely it would kill you. But, right. um, you know, you probably feel the same way my parents did. My parents took it very seriously. Oh, yeah. No, I, there's no doubt about it. And as soon as I could get uh, vaccinated, I did. You know, I'm really glad I did because, uh, you know, I, I, that's one less thing you have to worry about. You still have to be cautious, but you're not like, my God, now what? Because now when you're in retirement, when when I don't have... A job to come to every day. Every little thing becomes a huge epic with me. <laughs> I've noticed that with uh, retired people. I am on the phone daily to my uh, friends scattered about the country, you know, got going ranting and raving about uh, any number of things. Uh-huh. And, uh, now they're kind of expecting it. You know, if I don't call at least uh, every couple of days and they call me, mm. you know, just uh, afraid I may have exploded. So, so, I was going to ask you about you and your friends and your set. So, you're an old hippie who hung around with hippies back yep, in the day. Yeah. And um, a lot of your older liberals that that I follow are kind of looking at some of their fellow younger liberals and saying, what is going on with you people? <laughs> and uh, I wonder if you've noticed any of that among your crowd. Amongst my crowd, I, I will I will tell you something. Uh, a lot of my crowd, the people that I've known since I was 13, and we all went through many things together, are much more liberal than I am. So they're, so they're joining in with more of the younger woke crowd? Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And, you know, we have spirited discussions about, uh, you know, uh, we don't get too heavy into politics, but mostly policy. I just think it's interesting that the, the, the crowd that was always so suspicious of the FBI and the CIA and right. government in general, right. a lot of those people now, that they're, they're all hail the FBI and CIA, our, our, our masters who will keep us safe. And I was like, <laughs> when, where did that come from? I do have a couple of friends that have surprised me over the years and uh you know i uh, i will look at them and pictures of them and uh announce that you're looking very prosperous because i've noticed that their waist size has expanded amazingly <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> yes and they're looking very prosperous these days in general what um what has surprised you about retirement because i remember asking my dad I, I i like to ask retired people this question because i hope to be retired someday years from now but right. uh what what surprised you? What didn't surprise you about retirement? Well, what has well, yeah. What surprised me, or what I had have a realization about, is make sure when you retire, you got some kind of hobby, something mm, else yeah, to do. Yeah. Because uh, after my second move, now there have been a few days where I'm going okay. Now what? Uh, but fortunately, things keep coming up that I have to deal with. So I haven't, like I say, I haven't been bored. But I can see a time down the line if I don't get bitty and start, uh, you know, uh, salsa dancing or something yeah, again. Yeah, you know, it. Uh, you really are sort of faced with. Okay, now what? Yeah, I know my my dad's uh, younger brother. I remember him asking. He said, "What are you going to do when you retire? You don't golf, you don't fish, right? I mean, you know, because like Joe's a golfer. That's that's how he pictures retirement is playing golf. I get it. Or I I know fishermen who can't can't wait to the idea that they're going to be able to fish every single day, All right? But if you don't have one of those things, I don't. Um, you, you do have to do something. Um, and and you know, most people their whole lives of working can't wait till the day when they don't have right. to work anymore, but. There's a lot of time in a day, day after day oh, after day. Yes. you got to do something. With oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The other thing, too, is a lot of my really close friends do not live anywhere near me. Mm-hmm. So, again, it's like, hey, how you doing on the phone? You how, know? About, how about the sense of who you are? Have you had any problem with that? Because so many people, I think particularly men, define themselves by their job. By their job, And yeah. when you don't have that, do you, have you had any problem with who... Uh, who am I? No. What am I? No. no that I that I haven't had any problem. I'm a with. Chardonnay drinker. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I got a I got a bulletin for you. I have given up the grape. All booze or just wine? I have given up the grape. I'll put okay. it that way. Okay. No, just uh, just uh, because. Uh, how do I put it? After I built the uh, temple to Chardonnay <laughs> for that year and a half. I just thought, you know, dude, let's try something else. Uh, and, a hobby? Yeah, yeah that, yes. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so did, did you feel that it was starting to uh, play too much of a role in your life? Yeah. The thing. Oh, uh-huh. I'll tell you this. The one thing you got to be careful of when you're uh, when you are a retired gentleman, if you don't have immediate family around to you know occupy you, boredom is your worst enemy. You know, just uh, okay. Like we were saying. All right, it's two in the afternoon. Again, it's the now what do I do question. So you got to try and figure out some other ways, new ways to occupy yourself. Uh-huh. You're, you're, for people who don't know, Marshall Phillips, who did the news for us for many, many years and retired a couple of years ago, and never married, no children. Right. So, uh, I, I still a couple lady friends uh, around. Awesome. Oh, yes. Michael's got a question. Yes. Yeah, you still playing the lottery, Marshall? Yes, I am. <laughs> Scratchers, so you still have that hobby? Oh yes, oh yes, and I will tell you this without uh, bragging too much. I don't know if I mentioned on the day of your wedding, Michael. Yeah, I had purchased a scratcher, 
And after your wedding, I came home and I scratched it. I won six hundred and seventy-five. Fantastic! The lucky day that was Michael's wedding. Yes, day. yes, I don't indeed. Remember seeing that money. <laughs> well, I I told you I waited till after the ceremony yeah, to do that. I got another question from yep. Marshall Phillips, a legendary news person. I mean, we haven't even mentioned that legendary a broadcaster at some of the biggest stations in the history of radio over the years. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray, rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So it was a week ago tonight that Joe Biden said at that CNN town hall... If you get vaccinated, you will not have to wear a mask. I repeat, if you get vaccinated, you will not have to wear a mask. He said it twice. Yes. And yes. within a couple of days, the uh, White House uh, changed directions. Well, you got to remember, they're following the science. Yes. They're uh, following the science. So they claim. 
Uh, Marshall Phillips joins us. He was our news guy for, I didn't realize it was 14 years that you did that. 14, yep. Was that the longest radio gig you had in your entire illustrious career? Yes. Wow. Yes, it was. I had a a couple of 11-year runs, a couple of 8-year runs, and a whole lot of six-month runs and (laughs) two-year runs. You know how it is. I do know how it is. Yeah. Um, so without getting it, we were, uh, Marshall was just telling me a little story off the air. Did you run the red light? Do you think you ran the red light or uh, not? No, I, I, I admitted, I've admitted, yes, I, I ran the red light. I, I wasn't aware I'd run the red light, uh-huh. but they had a picture of me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so, and I, again, I just moved into this area and, and every intersection has cameras. And how, every, how big is the ticket for that? Five hundred and sixty dollars. That's a yeah. chunk of money, man. Yes. yes. So uh, no, I paid it up. That's the first moving violation I've had probably in thirty-five, forty years. Well, the only reason I bring it up is you once went to jail. Yes. For driving tickets. No. That was parking. Parking tickets, tickets, which are not a moving violation. No. No. And uh, you didn't pay your parking tickets in L.A. County. It was in uh, Fullerton, Orange County. Okay. And uh, you know the bottom line was no, I paid parking tickets like crazy, but I was working uh, nights, sleeping in the daytime, and where I lived, you had two hour parking in front of your house. <laughs> two hours. So so every two hours you got to move your car. Yes, yeah, so I had to wake up, move my car, <laughs> go back to sleep, oh, wake man. up. Move my car. Miserable. That's that's unrealistic way to live. And I went when I moved in when we rented this house. I moved in. uh, I went to the uh, police department and said, "Hey, listen, I've I've just moved in. Here's my uh, lease agreement and everything. Can I uh, get a you know resident sticker so you know to deal with the parking?" They said, "Nope, nope. We don't uh, we don't offer those." But that but that's that's crazy. (laughs) Yes, it was. Because you have to be parked somewhere, so you're just gonna. What what difference does it make whether you take up this spot? For four straight hours, right? Where you take up two different spots, two hours each. It doesn't make any difference in terms of the number of spots available. And so I would still, even though I was getting up, moving the car around, I was still getting. You would, you would actually set your alarm. Yes. So this is when you. So you're working nights. This is actually like your your. This is when you're supposed to get your eight to ten hours of sleep. Yes. So yes. you would set your alarm and wake up every two hours yes. and go move your car. That's yes. crazy. Yes. Night after night. How, how how often did you successfully do that? Uh I would get. Three tickets a week, maybe four. <laughs> but so that, but so that means that many, many times you woke yourself up out of a deep sleep. Yes. Like, did you sleep in your clothes, or would you put on some clothes and go out and move your car? I had my satin robe on, you know. <laughs> and, and, you'd, so, and so you'd have to go all the way out to your car. How far yeah. away was it? Very far. Well, you know, there was a front yard, a, you know, a sidewalk, a lawn, and then uh, would you, you just move it like the next closest spot? Yeah, pretty much. Just back and forth and back and forth. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't imagine waking up. Like the third time, not, you know, not the 30th time. Like right. the third time, I'd say, yeah, screw it. Right. And there was an alley behind uh, this house, but you couldn't really park in the alley because it was one of those, like, single lane, one-way little strips. So moving toward you ended up in the Hooskow, how many parking tickets had you gotten before you ended up in court? I paid hundreds and hundreds of dollars and I even went to the police department, the Fullerton Police Department, and I, I think I talked to the chief, but I said, here's the deal. I mean, I live here, and I got, I've been paying tickets like mad. Could you double-check to see if I have any more outstanding tickets? And they ran a computer check. Yes, you do. God, this All seems right. like a real spirit of the law, letter of the law to thing to me, too. The, the, the spirit of the law 
is not to make people who live around there move their cars every two hours. But they stuck you with the letter of the law. They stuck me with the letter of the law. And, and the bottom line is, so I paid off those. And I kept trying to pay the tickets, you know, trying not to get tickets and pay the tickets. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then one evening around 6 o'clock, oh, only till 5, though. After 5, I didn't have to move my oh, car okay. for two hours. So it's just so. unfortunate you had to sleep during the day. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, so uh, one night around uh, 6 o'clock, I hear a knocking on the door, and I peek out through the window, and I see uh, two long-haired guys, and I thought, oh, maybe they're my roommate's friends. You know, they look hippie-ish. <laughs> I, I open the door, and the two guys literally burst in and demand, are you Marshall Phillips? Yes. Down, down, on, down on the ground. Down you had to ground. get on the ground? Oh, yeah, on the rug. Because of parking down. tickets? Oh, yeah. Face- no, I'm confused by this. Is this... Did they suspect you of something else? The whole deal was the tickets, some of the tickets had gone to warrant, and I hadn't apparently... And you sh- got to get down on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. It and, was unbelievable. And we're out of time, but you spent a month in jail, right? I did. I did, for contempt of court. <laughs> a month? A month in jail? Yes. Absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Marshall, we really want to mate with you. <laughs> Oh, a classic callback. next. A classic callback. I'm the host of Final Thoughts at Jack Armstrong. Let's get a final thought from Michelangelo. Yeah, my final thought is directed at Marshall. Thank you for coming to my wedding. Even though you were, had a health condition, you snuck in there. We really appreciated you showing up. Loved it. I did, too. That was great times. Uh, let's get a final thought for uh, guest newsman today, my, uh, Marshall Phillips. How are you, Marshall? You know, I was amazed. I drove right here without getting lost and uh, yeah, walked through the uh, back door and saw familiar faces. Now, retirement is okay, but make sure you've got something else to do so you don't just sit there and go, okay, now what? Excellent point, and probably not a good idea. And wait, and and to not wait until you get to retirement to decide what you want to yeah. do. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a thing. I don't fish. I don't golf. I. I don't know what it would be. <laughs> Start um, working on it now. Yeah, I better come up with something. <laughs> Building uh, model ships in a bottle or there something you go, like that. Sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 